0: Welcome to Stories of Iceland. There is a Patreon page for the podcast at patreon.com slash storiesoficeland. If you enjoy the show, please give a little bit of support. You can also use PayPal for direct contributions. There is a button on storiesoficeland.com. A big thank you to all my supporters, past and present, for the support. I am Oleg Nistis Olearsson and this is Stories of Iceland episode 50. That reminds me of a story. So, 50 episodes, plus a few Patreon specials. That is a milestone I think I can be proud of getting here. I started back in 2017. I had been a part of a podcast before, but that was short-lived and forgotten. I had also recorded a few standalone shows for Icelandic radio. The title of the podcast is Open. Stories of Iceland can be anything – which can make it easier to find topics. At times, at least, I had wondered about various narrower subjects, sagas, Norse mythology, Icelandic folktales, or Icelandic history. Then I could focus my attention. A lack of options can be freeing, while an abundance can overwhelm you. My original plan for this podcast what hollywood would call an elevator pit was stories i tell to hitchhikers these days i don't pick up many hitchhikers it was easier when there weren't four of us together in a packed car but i used to do it every chance i had i've sometimes wondered if some of those same hitchhikers might have listened to the podcast at some point quite a few episodes have literally been stories I've told to hitchhikers Jorgen Jurgensen becoming the dog-day king of Iceland and Hans Joachim escaping the shackles of slavery are two examples of those. I remember when I was starting this podcast wondering if I needed some kind of tagline, a catchphrase that I would repeat every episode. I tried to think of something and ended up with a line that wasn't mine. Since the originator of the phrase did not seem to be using it anymore, I decided to steal it. The original context of the line is quite different from what I use it for. Iceland is in the North Atlantic. Its capital city is Reykjavik. Maybe you know him. uh, Maybe you recall seeing him once and again. The voice is that of Craig Ferguson. He hosted a late show on American TV for a decade or so. This talk show was called The Late Late Show. When I started watching the show, it had already been on the air for a long time and had become this bizarre deconstruction or at least a sort of a parody of the genre. It was deeply weird, but also had some interesting interviews, Most notably with Archbishop Desmond Tutu. At the time I discovered Craig Ferguson, I had been on paternity leave with my older son for a while. I was tired every day. At times I got a little break by playing an episode of the Teletubbies or something similar. Those shows might be designed to stimulate the brains of small children, but... But they had the opposite effect on me. One of the weird elements of the Late Late Show was that Craig did not have a human sidekick as most of these shows do. There was no Kevin Eubanks and director or Paul Schaefer. Instead, there was a robot skeleton whose voice had originally been a weird impression of George Takei of Star Trek fame. If you've been around children, you might know that many of them think skeletons and robots are fun. This was true of my son. At least at the time, he has been silent on the matter for some time. In addition, the show also regularly included a horse or two people inside a very unconvincing horse costume. This horse thing would periodically enter the stage and dance by itself Or with Craig. What I am saying is that, for a small child, this show looked very much like kids' entertainment. If I tried watching any other show, I could expect loud protests. But when I put the Late Late Show on, then my son would be quite happy to do his thing and look up when I pointed out the robot or the horse. In the latter years of the show, Craig would give his guests a quiz that started with the words, Iceland is in the North Atlantic, its capital city is Reykjavik. And then he asked something completely unrelated to that setup. Okay, I'm going to go for the question. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> All right. Okay. Iceland is in the North Atlantic, its capital city is Reykjavik. If you hear a hospital intercom page, Dr. Brown, what does that generally mean? A, they're looking for Dr. Brown. (laughs) B, someone in the emergency room is in trouble. Or C, there is a security threat in the building. I've done a few experiments with this podcast over the years. Not many have stuck... I have tried to add a video element, but I didn't really enjoy that. I have tried doing unscripted stuff, but I really like knowing what I'm going to say next, like now, at least in a monologue. I have done one interview, and I did actually enjoy that, so I am not averse to trying that again. I have told stories that are personal and really important to me. I have told stories that I thought I could do something great with, but ended up with an episode which I wasn't completely happy with. When I am retelling legends, myths, and folk tales, I want to put them into context, both within Icelandic culture and also within what we folklorists often label, quite confusingly, oral literature. I was a bit hesitant about the last three episodes of the podcast. I would rather each episode be different than the last. On the other hand, I felt that these three parts of the saga of the Wolfsungs were actually dissimilar in many ways. They also allowed me to discuss very different elements of myths, legend, and oral literature. I think telling and listening to stories is how we understand the world. A narrative can sometimes make a point in a more powerful way than logic or data. It has also been suggested that rather than being called Homo sapiens, our species should be referred to as Homo narans, the storytelling human. My introduction to the idea was in a companion book to the Discworld fantasy series by Terry Pratchett. It was called The Science of Discworld, Volume 2. Though in that case the argument was that we should be called Pan Narans, the storytelling chimpanzee. The argument being that we are genetically so close to chimps, it makes little sense creating a whole category just for humans. Of course, our propensity for making sense of the world through stories can be and has been exploited by people who understand the power of a good narrative and have no qualms about using that power for their own gain. One of my folklore teachers at university once told me that the worst kind of storyteller was the one who cares if the story was true or not. Which is, of course, the kind of storyteller I am. I get quite annoyed when the tourism industry perpetuates all sorts of misconceptions about Iceland. I do think the country has a lot to offer and we don't actually have to make things up. This approach has its drawbacks. I actually tried to get sponsors for the show when I started, but it didn't go any further than sending a few emails. If a company started paying me for saying how great they are, I would hate myself for reciting those words into a microphone. I would love to do periodic episodes about Icelandic music, telling you stories about songs and critically playing at least clips from those songs. Iceland does have a clause in our copyright laws akin to what is referred to in America as fair use. I have the right to play a clip from a piece of music as a part of a discussion about the music or musicians. The problem is that I don't know how long those clips are allowed to be. I've asked people who should know, but there seems to be no consensus about how much of a song you can play without paying royalties. I don't think I've even told the story of when Björk was working out on a treadmill next to me. Though now I have, there is nothing more to the story. I was at a gym using a treadmill and Björk showed up and started using the one next to me. We didn't interact at all. There are many actual stories related to music I would love to talk about in an episode, but unless I am talking about the most famous musician Iceland has produced, I would have to play a bit of music for context. I also met Sigurður back in 1999 at a dance in Vapnöfjörður, following the first concert of theirs I attended. Which is the end of the story. I seem to recall I actually talked to them, unlike that treadmill thing with Björk. So, what can you expect in the future? More of the same for now. While going through and organizing the old scripts, I also found many drafts that have never been completed. There were a few text files with episode ideas... Some that I actually ended up writing and recording, but others that I have never even tried executing. I have already started the next script. Hopefully that will be my next episode. Then there is that extra Patreon episode which I recorded along with the last regular episode, but have not had time to edit just yet. Reaching 50 episodes did make me wonder if this was a good time to quit. I've had large gap in producing episodes but I've always bounced back. The tempting element of quitting at 50 is that it is a round number. I don't like the idea of fading out. I would rather want to make a decision to stop the podcast. But but not yet. I don't know if I'll get to 100, but I'm pretty sure I'll get to at least 60. That seems manageable. Understandably, I did lose quite a few Patreon supporters during my hiatus, and that has not bounced back completely. As always, I am grateful for the support, but I would love to increase that base. I am really bad at asking listeners to review the podcast. Ratings on the internet have reached the point that anything less than five stars is considered a failure. I don't think every episode deserves five stars, though I am very proud of some of them. Podcasting is a good medium. I don't mean just because it's audio. In a world where big corporations have gobbled up large chunks of the internet, podcasts have remained an independent medium. Anyone can start a podcast. The magic is an RSS file. The acronym stands for Really Simple Syndication, and it is. Just a file that tells an application or aggregator what the podcast is about and where the audio files are located. Corporations have tried to create sites or apps that would become the the YouTube of podcasts. Fortunately, they have failed, and hopefully they will keep failing. We could end up in a world filled with podcasts written by artificial intelligence and performed by voice synthesizers, but I don't think they'd be any good. Which reminds me of a story which has been popular with folklorists for a long time. A researcher was working on AI and finally had everything up and running. He had pondered his questions for a long time, not wanting to end up like those guys in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. So he typed in these words. When will a computer be able to think like a person? After the computer had been processing for a few minutes, it said, That reminds me of a story. That is it for today. Thank you to all my supporters, including Sean Pigeon, Jace Newston, Weider van Emily Cooper, Evan Williams, and Jon Helkerson. I am Olgnes Solerson and this has been Stories from Iceland, episode 50. That reminds me of a story.